What's up, guys? This is your boy, Josh, and you're tuning in to the podcast, Just a Kid from Gary. I have something amazing that I want to talk to you about. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. See, it's free. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. See, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Music, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yo, yo, what's going on? This is your boy Josh and you're tuning in in today's weekly installment of Just a Kid from Gary, a podcast created to inspire you to discover the true meaning to life and discover your true dreams. Man, how are you guys doing? The audience, how are you doing? It's good to hear. I am doing fantastic. Like, really great. I know you guys was wondering. Thanks for asking, by the way. Thanks for being concerned. Because I know that during this time, we have to, we must be concerned about each other. And I, I can feel, I can feel when you guys are concerned about me. And uh, because you guys literally like we're like one, we're like a family, we're like a group, you know, and um, you listen to me. I, I, I listen to you um, through either you commenting or you, you know, hitting me up and we're chatting about, you know, these conversations. But whatever that is, you guys rock with me and we are becoming a family. I know we will be a huge family. But with that being said, man, there's a lot going on. You know, there's a lot, lot of, a lot of things happening in this, in this, this earth of ours, um, on this world of ours. And, you know, we've been battling as a nation, you know, and not even just a nation, the entire world is coronavirus. You know, it's literally becoming coronavirus versus the human population. And right now, you know, coronavirus seem to, to be trying to win. It's not winning yet, but it's trying, it's trying to win. It's trying to get at us, but we're not going to let it, we're going to prevail forward. We're going to continue to kick his butt. And how are we going to do this? By staying safe. <clears throat> staying safe, excuse me. By staying safe. So, you know, staying in the crib. I know for me, my butt has been in the crib. I've been literally at home, chilling, having fun. Literally not really having fun, but having fun within learning and developing, discovering and challenging myself, my mental capabilities, my physical capabilities. Um, and, and, and really just just really set like setting new goals for myself to inspire i think that's been a main thing for me to be honest but other than that you know there's there's a lot going on you know there's a there's definitely conversation around like politics the politic thing is weird for me by the way if you're listening and, and you know that it's just a kid from Gary. I, I, I've been inspired to do this podcast to really uh, give advice and within my thought process. So it's really like an internal process, internal conversation that I'm having externally with you. And you're able to weigh in. You know, you need to you, you definitely since we're a family, we're a group, you know, we're a team. You definitely need to be telling me, hey, am I bugging? You know, am I onto something? Am I thinking in the right way? That's what families do. That's what teams do. That's what group organizations do. And that's what we are. Just a kid from Gary. We believe in that wholeheartedly. So 
this podcast is definitely something that I feel like is team oriented, but it's to help and to really help you discover because I'm discovering the true meaning of life and discover uh, my true dreams and what I'm meant to do. But with that being said, I uh, I was I was I was looking through YouTube and looking through the trending topics. There's a lot of trending videos happening and I ran, ran across this one interesting video, which you, a lot of you might know. Um, President Obama endorse uh, Joe Biden and uh, in this president presidential election or our neighborhoods or our houses of worship. It also has to be reflected in our national government. The kind of leadership that's guided by knowledge and experience, honesty and humility, empathy and grace. That kind of leadership doesn't just belong in our state capitals and mayor's offices. It belongs in the White House. And that's why I'm so proud to endorse Joe Biden for President of the United States. Choosing Joe to be my vice president was one of the best decisions I ever made. And he became a close friend. You know, I, I was like, man, this is, this is interesting. And, you know, I, I watched, you know, the video and some of the things that he was saying, you know, about him supporting uh, Joe Biden, but as also that Joe Biden supported him and it was like his right hand man. And obviously as a VP vice president, of course, that's what you, that's what you are. That's what you are of, of that group, that organization, in this case, this nation. And then, you know, um, he started talking about the different things that he helped him with and all that other stuff. And I, I closed that app and I started looking at different social media apps and not really particularly just scanning you know not really looking for anything and came across videos of people posting it on their ig stories and twitter and and, and and facebook so like people are posting you know obama is endorsing you know joe biden and specifically i see the large amount of black people posting this you know hey our president our ex-president is 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 is, is endorsing joe biden and I think we should spread the word about that. And and in, in that same response, they are, you know, validating Mr. Barack Obama's opinion um, to get Joe Biden in an office, which, hey, you know, that makes sense, you know. But one thing, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, the, I'm I guess like to my audience and I can be real with you guys, you know, so I feel like we we're going to build a great connection. I feel like we're going to build going to be able to trust each other. Um, so I want to, I want to be transparent with you guys, you know, the way I think, the way I process information, I typically go at it with the mindset that, you know, I don't want to like, if everybody's going left on an idea, I want to consider right. And the reason why I want to consider it right, because I feel like it's a reason why nobody decides to go right. If everybody's going left, nobody's thinking about the options on right or whatever. And let me be clear. I'm not talking about left and right wing, by the way. So, so I know in the conversation of politics, that could get misconstrued. But that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is thinking, my thinking, my thought process. And so I started thinking, you know, people are going after or people are in response. They're accepting or they're liking the fact that Barack Obama decided to endorse Joe Biden. But I had to think about it like well, black people before we get too too engaged before we go. Yeah, that's my president. He's endorsing Joe Biden. So I need to do I wanted to 
I wanted to do this podcast episode to cause you to think. Now, I'm not trying to convince anyone and I'm not. I'm not going to convince you. That's not my goal. But what I am going to do is I'm going to address my thought process internally. What I thought, because, you know, I thought about it during the Barack Obama administration, specifically for the black people. Now, now, before we go into there internationally or just like, yeah, international affairs. Typically, we know we don't have any control over that. I mean, it's nothing that typically we could do besides a voting uh, stance. That's. That's pretty much it. But when it comes to foreign affairs, I mean, that's that's that that's that's foreign affairs. But when it comes to domestic affairs, that's when I think we have not even think we I know that we have a little bit more plain room and power for change and for development. And I noticed that during the Barack Obama administration, there was a lot of things happening. You know, there was the uh, crisis, the 2008 housing crisis that he walked into. Um, there was, uh, and people gave, basically gave Barack Obama the credit for that. Now, in truth, in truth, that was already in remediation post president Bush, his leave. When he was leaving the white house, that baby was pretty much a, it was, it was almost there. Cause basically they had talked to the banks. They gave the banks like over $700 billion dollars. And they gave the banks all that money and it was like, yo, get us out of this hole, banks. You know, we're going to put this money into you guys. You guys got to, you know, so basically all these banks got fact checks. Most of them put them into their pockets and then they, you know, help their employees and blah, 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 to help to get the economy back. And then during that Obama administration, you know, that was going into full effect. If you want to know really what was going on. So just to kind of clear that up, everybody said, well, Barack Obama gets the gets the the, the love uh, the love for the 2008 crisis, housing crisis. He came in and saved it. Okay, that's fair. But you know, we were dealing during the Obama administration. I believe from 2008 to 2016, I believe that we seen a in large increase amount of media propagated or media uh, promo um, police shootings. And it was happening at a high rate. Black people were getting shot all over the place. I mean, it started with poor Trayvon Martin. And, you know, Obama got on to the radio. I mean, excuse me, our radio media and said, you know, hey, Trayvon Martin could have been my son. And the media was like, yeah. That's dope, man. You're right. He could have been your son. Thank you, Mr. President Obama. That man, that man, that emotion, that sympathy that you just display right there, man, is deep, bro. He could have. He could have been your son. And could have been shot, but he wasn't his son. And nor there was any type of reformation or system put in place to really, really govern police brutality, and it increased. So I got to thinking. And I went to I went to do some research and I came across this article and uh, I want to, you know, kind of like go through it real quick. I'll read it real fast and just kind of like dive into some things that I felt like needed to be pointed out in in, in as we make this decision. I know we're going to be making a decision for Joe Biden or or Donald Trump, which we really have. I will, I will use the word interesting decisions to make here <clears throat> for sure. Interesting decisions. But I definitely want to weigh in on this matter by at least giving you guys some points 
we're family. So we're friends. We're a group here. Hey, if if, if you don't agree with it, comment. Go, if you're on YouTube and you're listening to this, comment. Say you don't disagree. Let's talk about it. Let's have a discussion. If you're on Spotify, what you need to do is you need to take your butt over to YouTube after you listen to it, of course, and comment it because really Spotify doesn't have a, way, a place, a way that we can we can communicate. Now, I will be discovering and, 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 and putting up a, a, a chat system where we can start talking about certain things. Now, true enough, I'm going to be talking about more things than just politics. The only reason why I brought this up is because it's a right now issue and I see a lot of people getting behind it. And not that I care that, you know, we get behind it. I just want people to think. So the article is called um, the title. It's bettering black lives. President Obama's missed opportunity It was written by Peter Bell uh, in 2016 of December. Actually, it's it's actually a good article. Um, it's actually sourced by Star Tribune. Um, so that's that's interesting. Um, I want to look more into that Star Star Tribune. Um, but. Let's get into it. So <clears throat> in the subtopic uh, title, it reads, he could have given given voice to the open secret about some very painful cultural truths in the black community. Instead, he retreated to familiar ground. And now we're going to dive into the meat and potatoes of this the article. We're going to start with the introduction and then just work myself down. I like President Obama. I voted for him once. I am unclear, however, what verdict history will ultimately render on his presidency. Some of his historians' perceptions will no doubt be influenced by the success or failure of the Trump administration in its efforts to dismantle or improve upon Obama's initiatives. But it seemed like that Obama will be given credit for how he handled the crisis or the financial crisis for his work on health care, for his drawdown on troops, from Iraq to Afghanistan and for the Iran nuclear deal and for his work on climate change. Let's take a real quick break. I agree. Like I said earlier, I know for sure Obama's going to get a lot of credit for the financial crisis. Definitely health care was a big initiative. I think there are some things later on that we're going to find out about that. But I think on the forefront, health care was a good initiative. And then his drawdown of troops from Iraq to Afghanistan I'm not too familiar with that, so I'm not going to dive into that. I, I do know some things. And 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 to be honest, I don't want to get into the mean potatoes of those because that probably be another show. I'm going to go back to the article. One point. What one important failure of Obama's presidency was his ambition to improve race relations in general and the plight of the black community in particular. I can think of no major disparity. Whether in health, education, crime, housing, or income, that show major improvement under the Obama administration. That is interesting. And I can't either. I can't either. When it could, when when we're talking about black issues, and even and, and here's the interesting thing, President Trump even stated he was like, the blacks, you must understand that. And this is me paraphrasing, by the way. So this is not no direct quote or anything. But you must understand that you have you have nothing. So what can you lose by by voting for me? What can you lose? And he was right. Think about it, guys. We hadn't had like 
our employment opportunity or just our employment ratio sucked. We didn't have a lot of that. We didn't have a literally there more. There's 50% of men are employed. I think even higher now, 50% of black men are unemployed. Jesus Christ. And I think there it could be even more. It could be even more. I could be wrong, but more than 50%. And so with that being said, you know, the truth is, um, you know, we don't have much to, to say for it. You know, uh, we don't have much to, to claim, you know, we're not wealthier in health. Our health still sucks. Actually, the, the this pandemic COVID-19 is actually attacking um, our systems more than anything. For example, in St. Louis, there has been more cases of African-American getting COVID-19, this disease, than any than any race in, in, in St. Louis. If you really want to understand St. Louis, it's actually divided 50 50. 49 49 percent of race so for 49 percent black there and 49 percent white and the other you know you know fall between hispanic um you know specific islander and all that so if we're looking at it at 49 percent COVID 19 is ripping through the african-american you know race which is interesting that's another conversation to be had by the way that's definitely another conversation to be had because it's kind of interesting how these things really are they target our health but health sucks employment's not that much better and education for sure education around the globe especially back in gary education sucks there's schools closing all over the place you know and, and when i say all over the place there's not a lot of funding going into these schools so they're closing um some of the some of some of them getting charter schools and things of that sort but i mean just realistically schools are not doing well especially within the minority black community. Back to the article. Yet in many ways, this kind of progress was the implicit promise of his campaign. His election would make white America feel good about itself and electing a black president and black America would see real improvement in its place in America. Now, unfortunately, his election met the first goal, but his presidency fell on the second. Obama missed a rare opportunity for an African-American with stature and credibility to move beyond a civil rights approach to the problem in black America to speak honestly about what we ourselves can and should do to improve our conditions. I know you guys, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think there was a great, there was, there was an opportunity missed there. I really believe so. And like I said, I know there was a lot of things going on, foreign affairs. A lot of people might even contradict, say, hey, you know, he not even contradict. Sorry, <laughs> wrong word. Not contradict, but the poke back, push back and say, hey, guys, he's the president of the United States, not the president of black people. I'm going to get into a reading. Then I'm going to revisit that thought because that's interesting. Whenever I mention to whites the concerns I've I have about the significant amount of work that only the black community can do to address the cultural issues associated with the fatherless families or self-policing needed to come back the epidemic of black on black crime. Pause real quick. Black on black crime. I don't believe that's a thing because when you think about it, like, all right, within Asian communities and you don't hear about it often, which I'm interested but the crime rates and the death rates that happen within 
Chinatowns, for example. What is that rate? Why you don't hear about Chinatowns and death tolls in Chinatowns? But it's happening. There is crime happening there. And they don't call it Asian on Asian or Chinatown or China, no, excuse me, not Chinatown. That's being imp, imp, not politically correct, but, you know, uh, Asian to Asian or uh, uh, Caucasian or Caucasian. Why don't well, we might say white on white? Uh, we've and we I think we've we've phrased that because of the term black on black. So they'll say white on white, but it's not something in the media where it's 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 promoted. You'd never ever hear white on white crime. You hear a man killed another man. Uh, 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 you hear uh, if it was a mass murderer, mass shooting, he didn't. It wasn't white on white crime. Basically, he was sick. He was ill, etc. If you're if you're if you're listening to the for Latina Latinx um mexicans you'll say you know you know it, it was just crime you won't hear latinx on like latinx crime so that's what i'm saying black on black crime that's interesting i wonder if that's just a phrase and term used to keep us from propelling forward in our minds it's one of those sick things that happen we see black on black crime all the time we hear about it and we feel like that's the only crime that exists is either a us getting shot by the police or b us killing ourselves and those are the two arguments we have by the way think about that i'll keep on reading or the attitude adjustment needed to make educational excellence a reality i'm told well only you can say those things in the black community i'll never be able to say those things Obama's biggest failure was his was his not saying those things. A leader must always find a way to say what people need to hear, not just what they want to hear. As president, he could have given voice to the open secret about some very painful culture truths in the black community. In doing this, he might have sparked the necessary soul searching debate that could lead to real and positive cultural change. Instead, Obama retreated to the traditional civil rights agenda of the past 60 years. On crime, he focused on suing police departments, demanding more minority cops and implicit bias training, rather than rather than on challenging the black community to do more self-policing by creating a culture that simply would not tolerate criminal behavior. Once again, let's take a break. I must agree with that again. There was no initiative. First of all, let's talk about civil rights and the agenda of the police within civil rights. That has been going on for sure for the past 60 years. And that system has not worked. Literally, they have always stated that there needs to be more minority cops. They've always stated about suing police departments. And truthfully, truthfully, let's analyze this for what it is. It has not worked. If it had, if it was working, please show me where. An implicit bias training, implicit bias training, that that is interesting in itself because that's basically saying, well, within our system, we're going to teach others how others feel, think and process things within their culture so that others can understand, which on the surface level, that's cool. But if you really think about it, I mean, really, really jump into it, it doesn't make that much sense. Because after I learn about you, I still go back home to my white family, my white lifestyle or whatever. And I'm still that idea is still skewed because you can teach me a white people about white people all you want. But if if it comes down to a situation between me and the police, which I've had, by the ways, 
that stereotype arise that they're going to shoot or they're going to harm or they're going to, you know, arrest. So those concepts, those concepts in itself are true. Obama retreated to the traditional civil rights agenda of the past 60 years on crime. He focused on suing police departments, demanding more minority cops and implicit bias training. Interesting. Interesting. Let's go back to our article. He could have traveled to his home city of Chicago, where civil order had broken down in parts of the city and met with the parents of children who were victims of gang violence. He could have spoken to the need of for inward looking for an inward looking social movement to address the cultural aspects of violent, of violent crime. He could have used their scene. This guy right here, this uh, this this writer, um, Peter Bell, excuse me. Peter Bell, I mean, he's just something amazing. You take one of, by the ways, if we're looking at it just like on the crime level all over the nation, Chicago is not the number one. You know, it's actually, I think it's St. Louis. But him using the stereotype that has been propaganda against Chicago, he could have used that and said, okay, um, this is my city. This is where I'm from. Guys, girls, parents spiritual leaders, political leaders, etc. Let's come to the table, let's talk about these issues. And let's 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 actually talk about how they're dead stop wrong. The truth is is like man, when Obama got into office, dude, black bro, I would have did anything. This man said that's going to progress us forward to be honest. He could have said, "Look, every black person gets a white slave." I mean, he could have said <laughs> He could have said anything. And truthfully, it would have been like like we would have literally fell in line and we would have went to war. And, and when I say war, I don't mean like a, a physical war, I mean a, a, a more of a strategic war on taking back our community so that we can advance and police ourselves. But yet, indeed, that did not happen. Let's go back to the article. Most important. He could have stated the simple sad fact that while police misconduct can never be tolerated, young blacks are much more likely likely to be shot and killed by a black thug by the police than by the police. These messages would have legitimized and provided needed cover for large segments of the black community that want to work with the police and want to stigmatize rather than normalize criminal behavior. In a similar matter, the Obama administration seemed to view all education disparities are as resulting from overt or systematic bias in the education system. His administration was more likely to sue school districts to for discipline disparities than than to challenge black parents to read more to their kids and attend parent teaching conferences. He needed to tell America what my parents told me. If you get in trouble in school, I'm going to believe and support your teacher. That small cultural shift could pay huge dividends in our educational system. I must agree. Oh, I couldn't even almost finish the, the, this paragraph. That is so true, man. That is 100 percent true. Really analyze that. Barack Obama was president. Excuse me. Let's give him his right title. President Barack Obama was our leader. He was our divine leader. And his and honestly, the most amazing thing that 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 black leaders and what he represented was change and future for us. 
economically, education, health-wise, etc. And he could have done a, 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 I mean, it would have taken nothing for him just to have those conversations. He could have went to PTA meetings. And, and honestly, if you think about it, if you talk to those single black mothers and went with, and they're listening to Barack Obama, they would have fell. In, and when I say fell in love, I mean, really challenge themselves to raise their children with the discipline that they need in order to, to challenge their ch- children so that they can get the education that they need, one. And then two, to challenge these systems that we live in. Push us forward instead of backwards. Go back to the article. Rather than showcasing groups like Mad Dads, a a grassroots group that is trying to change the culture of crime, Obama appears to have accepted the Black Lives Matter narrative on the sensitive issue of police violence, which healthier, um, excuse me, Heather MacDonald has clearly demonstrated in her book, The War on Cops, is distorted and inaccurate. This has led us to the Ferguson effect, where police will likely go into fetal position, resulting in more inner city deaths and destruction. That's like a honestly, that's like a bad seed or bad disease that literally we kill ourselves within because of this external problem. We kill ourselves within, you know, I'm I'm appalled even by that statement because it's such a like strong piece because that Ferguson effect is like like the epitome of something happens within the black community where an external figure like a white cop comes in and shoot a black kid. And instead of black instead of policing being regulated because of, you know, these issues, guess what happened? They become decreased and those then then we 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 have it, it seems like the perfect plague, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm I'm one of those guys that that deep that thinks deep. And I feel like it's a plague, but let me not get too far off topic. Let's go back to our article. Perhaps most important, Obama needed to acknowledge the painful truth that many of these stereotypes that the broader community entertains about black America are too often deepened and confirmed by our own words and deeds. He needed to challenge not only those who hold the stereotypes, but also those who continue to reinforce them. Guys. You know, one thing I said, one thing I say all the time is that or not even all the time, but I mean, and, and you guys, you guys, are my friends. So hear, hear me out. You know, Obama, he really just I mean, in his president, um, in his presidency, he really focused on um, proving himself right. I felt like and, and true enough, he had to because the media was attacking. But you got to look at it. the media also tax Trump. How does Trump, uh, how does he combat it? I mean, literally, he, like, he's like, bro, he doesn't play around. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. He doesn't play around with this. He doesn't. He literally hits it right on the head every single time. He calls them out. He calls them out on their crap. And that's what Obama should have been doing. But most people were like, well, Josh, he had a lot on his hands. And man, you gotta understand, like, he was doing all he could. Yeah. Not as a not at a president level, you become a president. You have a big opportunity to change a lot of lives, which I'm not which I'm not saying he didn't, by the ways. And this is no this is no protest or no this is no um, this is no judgment or anything to, to his administration. This is strictly an analysis on 
him endorsing Joe Biden and our community just off the rip without strong consideration jumping on the bandwagon. That's all it is. I'm going to go back to the article. We got a little bit left to go. President Obama had a change, had a chance to be the mirror image of Lyndon Johnson, who was a catalyst for significant attitude changes in white America with his courageous stand on civil rights. It may have taken a white Southerner to persuade white America to look at itself and make changes. Barack Obama had the same opportunity through the power of the presidency to ask black America to look inward and re-examine some of our of our attitudes and behaviors. This is a missed opportunity that will not likely return soon. Now, I low-key disagree with this. I low-key disagree with this because if you're looking at it truthfully, truthfully, the reason why we have these attitudes and behavior is because of the systematical BS that we've been, you know, dealing with. And that's the truth. I mean, we've been dealing with a lot of systematical issues and 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 it has honestly like it's like being in a bad relationship. You know, it's toxic and literally it messes with our heads. And, you know, a lot of times we're not able to think straight, operate, etc. Yes, there's a long list of issues. But the truth is there is still a systemic issue at hand that plagued us. So I disagree with that, Mr. Peter. I have to disagree with that last statement. That one doesn't rub me the right way. Um, but in in the entire article, by the way, that was the end of the article in the entire article. That was the only thing that I had to truly just not in totality, but I disagree with, you know. Um, and and so, you know, his, his the stance to ask black America to look inward and reexamine some of our attitudes and behaviors, which I agree. We do have some attitudes and behaviors that we have to work on. I mean, we're not perfect people, but the truth is to analyze this correctly. We were still being shot and killed by police now we were shooting ourselves absolutely but we were shot and killed by police so it's to challenge that too you are the president challenge that system what i'm getting at is guys and i don't want to my goal is not to really have these um these shows these episodes to be massively long because i know that you know they can erode into you know me jumping off course and off topic and of different things but i want to be sure i want to be clear about something if we're going to make a decision this is how i think like i said this is an internal process me thinking out loud to my external audience which is you my family my friends my my people if we're thinking about this correctly then we want to actually analyze who this guy joe Biden is who and what he offers and what things that he's going to do for our people, you know, we can't take this emotional crap that that, you know, this video that that Barack Obama put out. The truth is, you know, yeah, he was your right hand man, but he was a white man as your right hand man. In history, we have understand if you understand, if you go through history and look at the, the number of white men that were behind or next to a black man, the story is not great. Well, let me not say it's not great, but the story, the story, a lot of times skewed is they were convinced to do things that they really didn't want to do. And so I say before we actually just take a dive into, you know, what this what this might become and 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 who we who we want into our um, into our lives and not just and, 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 and true enough, like, you know, 
current president Trump. I'm not saying he's an angel. That's not even my stance. So I don't even want you to do, do that. But if you disagree, let me know. I'm open. I'm an open book. Let me know. Let's talk about it. I don't care. Let's discuss it. I mean, I care about your opinion. Uh, I'm saying like, I don't care. Like if you want to you feel like you need to hold back your opinion. No, let it out. Let's talk about it. I'm okay with that. I definitely want to hear from you. If you're on Spotify, thank you for listening. If you have comments, ideas, I want to hear from go to YouTube. Type in just to care from Gary, you know, hit that subscribe button um, and then go down and comment in, in there. I'm going to be send up a, a chat for us to have conversations about the different things that we talk about. But I want you to I want you to be plugged in. And if you if you listen to YouTube, um, thank you and, and thank you for subscribing. If you haven't, by the way, as I know who hasn't been subscribing. You're watching my you're watching my content or you listen to my content. You're not subscribing. And I thought we were cooler than that. You know, I thought we were like I thought we were boys. I thought I thought, I thought we I thought you, you know, sometimes you're my friend. I thought you're my girl. Like I thought you're my family. You know what I'm saying? So so go ahead go ahead and subscribe. Hit that like button. Go ahead and throw a comment in there. What you think? If you disagree, if you agree, let's talk about it. Let's have a small conversation about it. And, 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 and let's be great. You have tuned in to another installment of Just a Kid from Gary. <laughs>